Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings. Boy, do we have a show for you today, because today we're going to, I mean, the initial conversation is about how to get your 15 minutes, because obviously to be successful in this world, you got to get in front of people. But how do you do that? Well, we have two greats, two institutions almost in our uh, community. And I'm going to introduce them shortly. But first, I'm going to introduce Marcy Gutenberg with An Affair to Remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hello, Keith. How we are really, you? I'm super excited about our guest today because I, I thought we just had one, but we have two. And I mean, we, I couldn't Very ask exciting. for better, right? Very I mean, exciting. so let me introduce first uh, Sherry Lynn. Hello, Sherry Lynn. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, everybody. I'm great. How are you doing? It's excellent to have you on the show. And then also, we've also got Victoria De Silvio, who is coming in from Vegas. What? <laughs> Hello, Victoria. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Now, remember, there's going to be a little bit of a gap for Victoria because she is coming to us from Vegas. So there is a little bit of a delay that is, is happening, but no worries. So, ladies, I'm super glad to have you both on the show because today we, you know, the initial conversation was getting your 15 minutes. And I'm and to me, when I hear getting your 15 minutes, obviously, I think about fame and I t- think about those flash in the pans and what have you. But we don't want to be flash in pans. I mean, we need to be able able to get in front of people. And Sherry Lynn, you were the editor of BizBash Florida. I mean, oh. for yep. four years, I'm yeah. seeing, right? Yeah. I mean, and that was a startup. So you you came <laughs> into you came into South Florida going, okay, I want to do an events magazine, or the group wanted to do an events magazine. Right. And what was the reaction to people? Did, did people go, oh yeah, we need a magazine? Or were they thinking, Oh my yeah. God! What are you talking about? Why do we yeah. need that magazine? And they they were pretty much like, "Yeah, we'll see you packing." Um, <laughs> it, yeah, I've I've been a writer and an editor my whole career, and this was the most serious startup that I've ever entertained. And basically, the problem was nobody actually understood what BizBash was. Right. I feel like that's the we're going back to two thousand three, right? Should I like give that away? But it. It was so long ago that really the events industry was just coming into its own and getting out there. And well, it's, you know, it's, it's a billion dollar industry, basically. Right. Nobody right. really knew. Oh, my God. So we, we came in and they said, this is what the model is. Go. Yeah. And there was like one sales guy who had no idea about anything. We'd like go out. And I can remember the first sales call. It was to um, one of. One of the biggies. I don't know if I should say it. Am I allowed to say it? Yeah, yeah, of course you can. It was Emmy Productions. Oh, yeah, I, met, I love yeah. Emmy Productions. What are you talking They're about? They're awesome. awesome. Well, they were like, I sat down with Hal and Jim, and between the two of them, they were like, yeah, we're New Yorkers. I'm like, but I'm a New Yorker. They're like, yeah, this isn't going to last. You'll see. You'll be toddling home, and you'll we'll, – <laughs> Anyway, it didn't happen like that. It took me two years to get anyone to really, really start coming aboard. But they were, you know, coming aboard slowly. Oh, I get it. Right. Then when one person sees it, they're like, oh, my God. If they're doing it, then I'm going to do it. And just like everybody else, all of the companies are small and they have budget. So you know, what's the advertising going to do for me? Oh, you do free stuff. Oh, write about me. And it just started growing and growing. 
And two years later, I saw Hal and Jim at one of our shows. And Hal walked up to me and he was like, I owe you an apology. What do you mean you owe me an apology? Yes. You remember our meeting? And I'm like, how can I ever forget? He was like, <laughs> you made it work. And I'm proud. And I'm like, oh, thank you. So anyway. But that's a, but you know, but that's the thing is that, you know, before BizBash, let's say before 2007, 2003, let's say 2003, I don't know if the event industry really had the, the ability to say, look, we're important. We're an important part of the economics that are here in South Florida. And I feel like COVID proved that even more so that they, you know, that all of a sudden with, when the event industry came to a, a sudden halt, all of a sudden people realize how much money is actually coming through the event industry and how badly it is needed to keep our economy going. I mean, Victoria is in Vegas and, you know, Victoria, you were just saying before we went on, on the air about what's going on in Vegas. Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing there. Well, uh, it's are extremely busy with people. That's for sure. Um, I went down to the front desk the other day uh, on Friday night. I would, there was probably 200 people in line checking in. The problem is, is that uh, obviously everywhere they cannot find the staff uh, to help to facilitate, you know, what's going on, uh, you know, with the front desk, you know, to banquets, to housekeeping is uh, truly a big issue too. Uh, even today I was talking to my uh, director of catering and they can't even from the outside company because the linen company can't get the workers to turn the lids over. It is really uh, a crisis everywhere. Uh, obviously, you know, there are thousands of hotels that are shutting down because they can't find the workers uh, because they've been hit with the with this COVID. And um, now they're going to probably do the mask mandates out here again. Uh, but there's a conference here for 3,000 people right now that's going off down on another level. Uh, they're international. Um they're busy. They are busy, but they do not have the staff to uh, take care of what needs to be done for the guests, which is a sad thing. And then the guests are very impatient. They don't understand, you know, and that's the bad thing, too. And then you have people that they're hiring that are really um, they're just hired and they don't know right. how to make a decision if something does happen. And I did have a, an issue here. I had an issue. I was very specific. I met with the rooms division, with my director of catering. I went through how the, the amenities were to be delivered and how the bags were to be delivered. And it didn't happen, even though that I had the phone calls and they assured me. But again, someone right. gets that and they have no knowledge to take that next step to say, God, what do I need to do? They're, they're, they're just there doing their job and just surviving and not taking the initiative uh, to try to figure out to do the right thing. Um, it's it's not going to, we're not going to be bouncing back, I feel, staff-wise for a very long time. Well, and even a, uh, at one point, I'm sorry, no, go ahead. just very quickly, one of the very, very large properties here an amazing dinner there last night. And what they did, obviously, Keith, you know, being in the hotel business for a long, long time that your bank staff, their family, they've been for 25, 30 years, and they decided, you know what, they're going to make everybody to reapply so that they read out um, 
I, you know, the seniors, I guess. I, I don't know yep. how to be, you know, say it to people like it, but um, no, because that's right. I get it. Yeah. So what a bad time to do that. I mean, but, we don't have enough qualified people if they're qualified. Right. Okay. Keep them. I mean, that's so important. Then they teach the younger people and maybe they'll want to know and want to be there. Well, you know, one of the things that we were going to talk about and we are going to take, talk about later in the show, but it feels like a perfect opportunity to talk about it right now is something that that has kind of infected. I've seen it on my end as a planner is this post pandemic energy or PPE as it's being called PPE post pandemic energy. And it's all of these brides, all of these clients that are just have been like waiting, 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 waiting. And so they've got all this energy built up and they're like, okay, we want to do it and we want to do it now. And we want to do it exactly like this. And we want to do it based on what we remember the community being like before COVID. And it's not like that right now. It is. We are in the wild, wild west when it comes to putting on events. I mean, we did a wedding on Saturday and I had half the staff that I would normally have, like wait staff. And I mean, me and my my, uh, assistants were picking up plates, serving drinks, running into the kitchen, doing what we had to do in order to make sure that, that the service level stayed up where it needed to be and even today i was at a wendy's and there was a sign that says work today get paid tomorrow i was like wow what wow work today get paid tomorrow at a wendy's please please somebody come please staff our store please yes it's almost like taking the sorry it's 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 so yeah, it's so true because um, I was uh, down in Myrtle Beach for our site inv- uh, inspection for an event that we're doing in the fall. And one of the properties, the director of sales, he said, I was the wedding director this week and I walked abroad down the aisle. I did BEOs. I mean, they're multitasking because they. the thing is, is they're getting so indated with phone calls because, you know, with the brides, you know, more more social events and they really, they can't turn turn it around fast enough or respond fast enough. And also too, we're going over uh, tonight to Legion Stadium and um, they just can't get back to the people that are calling in to do events. It's taken three, four days for the turnaround time because they just don't have the bodies. Yeah. And it makes it harder as us as wedding planners and event professionals, because our clients are saying, well, why aren't you getting an answer? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm making the phone calls. I'll give you an example. And I don't mean to call out the Landon, but I'm going to call out the Landon. I, I've been on the phone with them for three months, three months trying to get a reservation code and that is all. I All I need is a reservation code. And they only have one person left in their yes. entire staff that knows how to even do it. Holy moly. So one person. Crazy. It is so crazy. And, and, and I get, love and this hotel. Angry. You can't even get angry because no. we as professionals, we get it because it's happening to us. So yeah. the lay people, and we're the professionals. We're the ones who are here. We're yeah. here and we're trying. And the brides and the grooms that are coming in and what happens, the, the, the bride gets crazy. So the groom gets angry. So we have to take the brunt of it. And we're like, we're trying. Well, try harder. I can do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Go That's for it. so Go true. For it. If you want to do it yourself, 
have at it and then come back and call me so we can do this together the way it should be done. But I have to tell you, it 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 tells us for me what it's going to do is just like Victoria was saying that they were putting people back through the the interview process. I think the same thing is going to be happening with the event professionals on this side as well. Those flash in the plan wedding planners that did it because they did their sister's wedding yep. are not going to be able to survive this. There is so maybe no way that they're going to survive this. What do you right? think, Victoria? Well, no, uh, well, I agree 100% with you. And even in uh, the meeting planning industry, what I'm hearing too um, this week is that um, a lot of the people that have been in the industry such a long time, like a lot of the third partners, like you took Direct or Helms Bersco, mm -hmm. they're getting out of the industry. I think what, what had, had happened with wow. COVID, Keith, you know this industry as a hotelier, um, you know, you're grinding and you're going and going and going and going every day. And all of a sudden we hit that wall and we stopped and we were breathing for a moment. It was the first time because we have been in the grinds for so many years. And so what happens, a lot of the senior planners or wedding planners, they just said, you know what, I'm done here. I'm done here. So what's happening now, these younger planners are coming in and not to be disrespectful, but they're totally clueless. And <laughs> for me, I any kind of a planner, if you're a meeting planner or wedding planner, again, when I spoke at Johnson and Wales and everybody's like, I want to be a wedding planner, go to a hotel and learn your foundation. That is the yeah. foundation to build you so that you can Absolutely. have those Success. good, strong you can walk in and feel strong when you walk into a home and know exactly what needs to be set and how to negotiate with food and beverage and everything else. And and I think what's happening is, again, there's the newbies coming in and they're totally clueless. And the people yeah. they you know at the hotel just don't have the time for handholding. Well, and it's just, it's just a lot of work. I mean, and, and I, I agree, you know, when we talk about, you know, the, the theme of this particular show is, you know, how do you get your 15 minutes? Well, <laughs> how do you get your 15 minutes is by putting in the work. You right. got to put in the work ahead of time. You know, the fact that, you know, myself, Sherry, Victoria, Marcy, you know, we're fairly well known in our community right. down here, but that wasn't because we instantly had came, you know, to the forefront, like all of a sudden, you know, we did something really spectacular. We did the work. We did the work behind it. We took yeah. our time. We worked our way up through our different industries, me through hotels, you know, Marcy as well through hotels, Victoria through hotels, Sherry Land through editing all processes over all over the place. But, you know, you, you got to do the work before you can get to this point. Yes, it's, you know, we all want to be Jennifer Lopez with our headpiece and our high heels. But that, that's not <laughs> right, the reality of the world. You got to be Jenny from the block first. You got to be Jenny from the block first. And it's, I get it. Like, it's cool oh, to come God. on and I get experience. <laughs> 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 Don't make me show you bare feet. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> you know, and there's something to be said for on on the job experience. Like, yes, we've all done that, too. <laughs> but there's got to be some balance where you say to the more experienced planners out there, hey, I am new and I do want to learn. So please bear with me. Um, you know, how, how many feet apart does the table have to be in a banquet? You know, when you're seating for 150 people. Right. If you can't, if if you know, XYZ planner can't give you that answer. There's got to be 
some kind of, you know, there, there's got to be something done because then it becomes dangerous on top of everything. Frustrating. Well, People need to learn their crafts. So I'm going to do a little shout out to Anna Hass, who is a, a local event planner who's fairly new to the event planning world. And what I love about Anna is that she is full of questions. Mm. She does not, she doesn't put on airs at all nice. about what she knows or what she doesn't know. She's like, I will get back to you. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to find out for you. But right now, what is she doing? She's cutting flowers. She's making bouquets. She's doing the grunt work while also doing the the other side of it, the production of the side of it, the publication side of it, I feel like she's doing it exactly right. And that's why any time somebody says, oh, if you're not available, I immediately go, okay, you need to talk to Anna Hess. Uh, because I feel like- And she's like, going to the conferences to get educated. And she's going to the conferences to, the, to get educated. I feel yeah. like she's putting the education first mm -hmm. and doing the work now so that way later she can have her 15 minutes. Now, let's just say she's already had a full-page spread in Modern Luxury Magazine. God, nice. God bless her because it was nice. amazing. It looked amazing. And nice. she's had all sorts of great publicity. But again, it's because she is earnest in what she is trying to do. She Again, she doesn't put on airs. She yeah. does the grunt work. You know, I mean, well, it, it, it's not all pretty, is it, Victoria? No. <laughs> no. 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 No, not, not at all. I mean, I've played it up a thousand times in Opperland. I was in Nashville. I, you know, I created a DMC company for Opperland. And so when we went off site, there was 90 people between our servers and, you know, the whole catering staff and the trucks and, you know, every. And I would be there helping load. I've, you know, you know, in Atlantic City, I had a small ballroom. We turned it over all the time. And, you know, I walked in and I had my sneakers on and stacked chairs and rolled the tables. And, you know, that's what you have to do. You have to make everybody part of the team. We, it's yep. a team effort. We're all here on this earth to serve. And we're all here as one. And it has to be a team effort when, when we're working together. And you make, you make that staff special. Yes. And I think that's a really important thing to say is that, you know, nobody does it on their own. Nobody gets to a point of success on their own. Nobody does that, right? I mean, Marcy, yeah. you, you've been the president of NACE. You've been part of Ladies in the Biz. Yeah. You've been a part of all of these organizations. We, you know, what, what would you say is, is uh, important for, for success for people long term? I think the I think for the long term, I think you really need to step in the role and really immerse it. And and when you are asked to do something, if you don't know how to do it, just ask somebody. Don't just I think a lot of times I'm seeing with right now what I'm seeing a lot of is people in their roles, but they're not really exerting the effort. For example, if I'm sending an email to somebody and I spell out very succinctly short to the point my questions, I'm expecting an answer back. I'm not expecting additional questions which were answered in the email. I, I don't think people are reading. And no. I think that they need to kind of get on the ball. If somebody wants something, mm. go and find somebody to do it or do it yourself because, you know, that's the only way things are going to excel and you're going to advance yourself down the road. But I think that people are forgetting that those, you know, steps are important in the whole picture. Don't just sit back and like let it be because that's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get the company anywhere. And it's only going to make the 
client or the guest unhappy? Well, right. Um, can I make a comment on that? Because you, you hit it right on the head. Like, everyone has to do everything. And I feel like a lot of the, the newbies to use Vic's expression, like, it, they just, they don't want to do dirty work. Well, right. we, we've been doing this for 30 years, 20 years, whatever it is. We're doing the dirty work. Mm-hmm. We have to do we're, the dirty work. We're all work. in the pool, treading that water. That's and right. we have to sometimes do things we don't necessarily like to do to get the job done. Oh, I'm wow. not, I mean, I empty the garbage. There's an event. No one's emptying that garbage. I'm slinging it over my shoulder. Yep. And I wouldn't ask anyone ever to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Well, like this wedding That's that we had wedding. on sa- on Saturday, the it part of the ceremony was outside. I brought three pair changes of clothes. I sweated through <laughs> all of them. It was disgusting, <laughs> you know. But but that's what you do. Sweat through the clothes and and you oh and but always look professional. Put on the jacket. Put on that dress. Put on you know if you're you know that you have to also Absolutely. keep the appearance while knowing how to grunt it. You know. Absolutely. I mean, I love, I love the fact that Victoria was just showing us her, her fabulous, you know, sandals that are all blinged out. Yeah, right? <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> she sits in the empty ballroom away from everyone for one minute. Yeah, I do. I love the fact that you got nobody behind you, Victoria, <laughs> right? for just that one second. Because I know you, you've I know. got a short period of time. She's like, oh, day. Yeah, it's chaotic <laughs> in the, around the corner. Isn't that how it always is? Isn't that how it always is? Well, you know, as people that are in behind the scenes, so, you know, here we are, all of us are, are behind the scenes people because that's what we do. How do you then get in front of people in order to get new clients, in order to get in front of people? You know, what are some tips that you would give somebody that's in the business that, that is starting their own company and needs a way of getting in front of people? Um, I'll, I'll take it. If sure, sure. Go it. ahead. Yes, please. I, apparently, I can't stop talking. I do. I get <laughs> so happy. I love sharing information because I always feel like people listen, but they don't really hear. And like, let's say I work, you know, I work with you. You could tell me all day long and I, I may not listen because I know everything, especially coming into the biz. But when they hear it from somebody else that like has nothing to do with their day to day, maybe they'll stop and take take, you know, a listen and say, oh, okay. Right. Uh, but there, there are so many things. I think that our industry, as much as we've grown and as sophisticated as we've all become, the companies are still very small and they don't really know that it's twofold. Sales are one thing. You've got to make calls. You've got to network and very basic things. You've got to ask for meetings and, and ask for business. There are so many planners. Why you? Like, what's special about you? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I come from being the first editor of Biz Bash down here. And then after a bunch of years, the reason I went into PR and marketing and branding and all that stuff, because everybody in the business was like, you know, everybody and you, you can get it, you, you can write and help us. How do we right. do this? So I went and I left and I started a PR company and I took all those little companies. And basically what you do is you either get yourself a PR person or you go direct to magazines. You've got to get your work out there. Victoria is putting her, her blood, sweat and tears into this event. 
and it's going to be over in three days. Yep. Most events aren't even that long. They're like four hours. So yeah. you sit there and you are working, you are working your tail off and you know that this is spectacular. Well, submit for awards, enter it into local magazines, um, online, whatever it is to get you out there so other brides can see your stuff. That's how you grow. That's how you become famous. And 100%. You don't have to spend tons of money to do it. Well, and that's the thing is that you have to have good relationships with your photographers. You oh, gotta yeah. have good relationships with your videographers. You gotta make sure that you protect, you know, you protect those relationships because guarantee you, guess who's gonna get you the that perfect photo that goes into that perfect magazine that gets you that perfect award? It's gonna that's be that him. photographer. So absolutely treat your photographer well, guys. Treat your photographer well. You want and to make sure, yeah, you, go ahead, Sherry. You need to learn. Like, you need to learn to ask the questions. Like, you and I had had another conversation about this, Keith. And, you know, I was saying if the bride has the photographer, you need to say to him, hey, listen, I want, you know, decor before and the tables up close and from far away. And then you did one better, which I was like, yeah, you get your own photographer. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. that's the answer. And he comes in or she comes in and they shoot everything. Write a list. I mean, that's how they know. They're not mind readers and they don't think the way you think. Right. If this is your event, make it happen. You are in control of your stuff, your company. I, mean, your I believe that in a big way. I mean, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I love having my own photographer that comes in and does the setups stuff for, Brilliant. for us. Like Susan Delaware is my, my photographer that I use specifically for, for those kind of setup shots and she's brilliant at it and, oh and, and does amazing stuff for me. And then many times she does it, you know, as, as just per, you know, without, without exchanging of uh, funds. I, I don't know how, I don't know where my brain just went, but just because we have a long lasting working relationship, she will do it for, for me for free. Um, but that's but because knows. we've had years and years and years of events together. And, and at some point she knows that her work that I get published is going to get her hired by not just by me, but by other people, because Absolutely. they're going to see it. They're going <laughs> to see it in modern luxury and go, Oh my God, who did that shot? That's oh, right. Susan Delaware. Oh, okay, okay. We gotta, we gotta hire her. And that photo credit is right there for all to see, so it really behooves everybody to play nicely in the sandbox together. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, Victoria. And what do you? What do you think about? I gotta go. Victoria. Victoria. We're gonna see you next week, right? Bye. No worries. We're gonna see Victoria next week. So yes, tune in next Tuesday too. She'll be, she'll be with us next week. So enjoy, enjoy Vegas. Enjoy time there. Have fun. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> she's no. got her hands slow. Oh, she and really does. I didn't go. Just saying. <laughs> so I was going down to ask, the home court. But I was going ahead. to ask about like um, networking. In addition to getting out in the publicity world, mm -hmm. how important would you tell somebody who's new in the industry how important it is to be involved with associations and organizations? Yes. It's everything. It is everything. And everybody says this about their own industries, but the events industry. It's, it's all about events. It's a social industry, more so than lawyers and doctors, whatever. Our industry, it is the most important thing. People buy people. Yeah. You know, you may have nice linens, 
and right. you may have the second nicest linens. But if I love, you know, the, the owner of whoever, I'm working mm. with that person. I can always overcome the, the technicalities. Like, can you get me this, this, this? So right. I'm always, I buy people, people buy people. We love playing and I think they really go hand in hand. Well, I think one of the, the biggest issues that we're having right now is that the associations that have been around in South Florida, NACE, MPI, ILEA, uh, I know I'm missing a whole bunch of them, NAWP, right. right? The problem is, is that, you know, we went through a pandemic and people got used to not paying their membership. They, they got out of that membership. And I, my big thing is, look, why do you think you're busy right now? It's not because... I, right. Marcy, Marcy's going to agree with me a hundred percent. I was, know it. <laughs> right. You, you had to build those relationships somewhere. You had right. to get started somewhere. So that was probably through a networking group, an association. And the yep. reason that you're busy now is because you built all those amazing connections because of an association. hundred percent. Well, now that you're past the pandemic, you need to get back into those associations. Yeah. You need to get back into that networking because this boom that's happening now, and as much as we all love it, because it is crazy right now, yeah. it's not going to last forever. No, it is not. No, and it guess, isn't. And, and guess what's what going to happen? Yeah. You got to go get, back. Yep. And you're going to want NACE to be around. You're going to want Ilya to be around. And you're going to want all of these, these places to give you what they initially gave to you. Right. But you weren't above paying for it then. Right. And, so, and you know, and look well, at Aaliyah. Aaliyah closed. I think it's reopened just recently in South Florida. Yep. But, you know, it closed its doors for six months, which was really sad because it was yeah. what I consider one of the big three. It, uh, yes. And, you know, and, and the same thing happened with like NAWP and even NACE South Florida. I mean, look at NACE Miami. NACE Miami is having a really hard time right now. And they're probably, we're going to absorb them back into the greater Broward chapter. But after, right? But we're going to have to. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. It, it is time to get back to supporting those organizations that supported you when you first started. Yep. I mean, now that the money's back in, because I guarantee you, and, and this is coming me, from me personally, I'm going to look to my NACE people first. Absolutely. When I look for a DJ, a photographer, yep. a, a anybody that is a vendor, I'm definitely going to be looking for my NACE my nice people first because those were the people that supported me when yeah. I first started and I'm going to make sure I return the favor and support them. Absolutely. And so, you know, I, I, I'll get off my soapbox about that. But, no, you know. it's really <laughs> true. See, so I've, I've been in the industry since 2003. Right. Before I started BizBash down here, before I was hired, I didn't start it. I was the first employee. Um, so I was the first clueless person wandering around. I was like, okay, so I'd written about travel and food and decor and fashion right. and you, know, you florals and jewelry, you name it. And I'd written about it. Right. And when the person that hired me said, well, do you like parties? And I'm like, sure. Do you like <laughs> to go out? Sure. sure. Can you write? Sure. He goes, I, I can't well, write. <laughs> that's, that's what you're going to be doing. So I'm thinking, whoa, I took all of those different industries that's the event industry. We yeah. are everything. And long-winded story because I talk way too much. But the point of it is, there is a point, that uh, my first 
coming out, if you yeah. will, was an ILEA meeting before it was even ILEA, like way long ago. And I'm going to give a shout out to Jamie Oristano, who is everywhere. Yes, hello, Jamie. Find them, anybody. in the whole industry. I mean, come on, Jamie with Find Them on on, uh, Facebook and now with his own website. Hello. Amazing, amazing. He he is truly one of the pioneers of the South Florida industry and beyond. But he, he is really what our industry, he embodies our industry. And it's, it's up to people like us, the older people, the people who've been around. And I don't mean older, like, you know, oh, my God. Just that we've been around. We have to teach the younger newbie people. These are the important things. And even though you think it's this, right. it has to go back to, like, basics. It really yeah. does. I feel like yeah. it needs to go back to basics. I mean, Bonnie Femiano was the, a major reason that I got involved with, with NACE, right? <laughs> and if it hadn't been for that conversation with Bonnie, I wouldn't have been able to launch my company. I would not have been able to be involved in NACE. I wouldn't have had the connections that I have. And I will always thank her for that because it was that one-on-one connection that she says, you need to be a part of this. And what did Bonnie end up doing? Live Events Coalition, right? Live Events Coalition, Marcy? Did they get mm-hmm. live? Yes. Yeah, I, I want to make live sure I have that. Coalition. Yeah, right, which was which was badly needed when yeah. the whole industry um, came apart. So, you know, when we talk about this 15 minutes of uh, 15 minutes of fame, it's not 15 minutes of fame, it's hard work and long-term yeah. time that time served. If that yeah. makes sense. Oh, that makes it feel like a prison. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People really need to realize it's what are you putting into something? Because that's what you're, what you're putting into something is what you're going to get back. Right. If you don't put anything in, what are you going to get back? Nothing. Right. If you Just put something into it, then you, you know, there's a reward, you know, the reward for involvement. Well, and the thing is, is I feel like that, uh, especially, well, since as we're coming out of COVID, a lot of people got used to social media. They got used to Zoom meetings. They got used to being able to have a platform that was, you know, out there on the web socially, like, like this show, you know, but there's, there will be nothing ever that replaces that face-to-face networking, that partnership that you have with people. And that takes effort and time and work. And it takes organizations that are dedicated to that world. NACE, ILEA, NAWP. I mean, these are those organizations, MPI. These are going to be those organizations that you're going to be want to be a part of. And you may have had found short-term success doing your own thing on social media at the moment, because of COVID. At but, the moment. That's but it's at the moment. It's yep. at the moment. It won't be forever. And and it's Ooh, important. Nothing replaces it. Live. Nothing. Mm-mm. Ever. We need each other. Like humans need each other. And yes. it's just about getting used to something. I mean, once like we always did it face to face. And right. then COVID comes along. And then we just got used to being online. Like I'm sitting here thinking, wow, I'm, I'm like talking to a screen. Thank God there's really someone real on the other end of it. But if you were there, I could actually go, oh, my God, Marcy, keep live. And hug you. Like, that's right. even better. So it's just a matter of getting these people reinterested in getting in your car and going to a destination. 
Well, and these associations are also going to be the ones that have the education that is needed for yeah. these different agencies. I mean, NACE is known yeah. for the education factor. I mean, there is a whole plethora of libraries set aside on the NACE national website that has nothing but educational tools for anybody that is new to the industry. You could be new to a hotel. You could be a new banquet captain. You could be a new front desk person. You could be a new event planner. You could be a new invitation specialist. And I guarantee you there's going to be something out there on uh, on the NACE website that gives you some education. <laughs> right. you know? And the same thing is, is going to be with the MBI and the same thing is with ILEA. I'm, I'm trying to be as fair as possible with all the organizations. But, you know, that those associations and they all have their purpose they all have their purpose but the the associations are there not just for networking but for education and and you're gonna need the education i mean it's a support all around for your you know for your career it really is i mean and we and And more than ever from the career i mean you do make you know personal relationships as well i mean it's it's you know, we're, we're in this business 24 seven, pretty much. Right. And these are the people that you're with a lot. So you want to yeah. kind of create those relationships to, you know, yeah. have, have a support around you, have a support yeah. system. For yeah. me, it's natural. I mean, it, it seems as though it should be a natural thing that if you come into any business, not just ours, but especially ours because it's so social. You want to learn. You want to be the best. I don't want to like make stuff up. I, I don't want to. If right. you don't know, ask. If you can't get an answer, find the answer. And then, you know, I feel like people who really love events, the, the business, any part of it, right. they're the ones that stick around. You can't last here. And when you really love it, you can't get out of it. There's no escaping with you for good. Like, well, and you yeah. know, and, and, and if we talk about, you know, our, the industry right now at, in general here in, in South Florida, and I, and I've heard that this is, and we just heard from Victoria that this is the same that's happening in Vegas is that there's about a 30% deficit when it comes to having just labor right. And, you know, which tells you, to me, it makes me even more focused on the fact that everybody is important from the bellman to the front desk agent, to the server, to the person that cleans up afterwards, because if those people are not there, the whole event falls apart. apart. Yep. You know, if you look at it, it's really the reverse. Like, yes, the planners, the glue. But that little guy picking up the garbage, he's the most important because you better believe that your client, the first thing they're going to say is, why were the dishes on the table? A hundred percent. Why were the garbage is not taken out? Like that's, that is key. So he's really the most, one of the most important aspects. Everything is clean and, and, and the flow is good. I'm really hoping that out of all of this, that a new focus is done to our hourlies. You know, our hourly people are the ones that are kind of the backbone of our events here in South Florida. It's, it's good to be the planner and run around and have the design. It's good to be the florist. But at the end of the day, an event can't, won't happen unless there's somebody there to serve a drink or to serve some food. It just won't happen. You know, case in point, 
Um, I don't know if any of you saw the press conference with Jeff Bezos this morning. Um, I, with regards I, to so no. okay, so one of the things that he talked about was he thanked every single employee from Amazon, and he thanked every single patron or customer of Amazon. And I thought, how poignant is that to acknowledge the fact that you can't get somewhere without your support system? You know, I True. mean, he he's not he didn't make it rich just by sitting in his chair. He worked his tush off and had that support of his, you know, of his team and the people buying products from it, from his website. I mean, I'm so, guilty. I, I buy really, a ton of stuff. Then you should give them more than 11 seconds. Did you know that they have to be moving a package every 11 seconds? Yes. And I, I think to myself, <laughs> did, I don't, when did I get to be? Like, oh, my God. Like it, it's very scary, but I love that he acknowledged it. I think that's amazing and important. The fact that he couldn't get up into space right. because he did, you know, if he didn't have his team and if he didn't have the customers, yeah. then right. he didn't, you know, he couldn't make it. But again, I'm hoping that all of this refocuses our industry on on not the not the attendees, but maybe a little bit more focus on the ones that actually are the ones that build it produce it, run it, servers, you know, cleaning staff, bartenders, setup crew, lighting crew. I mean, load in, load out, all of the, you know, all of the hard work that goes into all the labor that goes into doing an event that, you know, things don't just magically appear, you know, throw a little, you know, little I'm sprinkle of, of glitter dust. And it's bing, just, just, it's, it's so simple. Just make it happen. There's no job. How many times would you take a piece of linen back to the housekeeping department and have them iron it back out because it wasn't, you know, pressed properly? Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know? and and guess what they did? They did it and they did it with a smile. They did it with a smile. Yeah. And, and and I feel like that this is maybe almost a little reckoning out there right now, guys. I feel like there's a little bit of a reckoning happening. And I think that hotels that have not done a good job of of making sure that their employees feel valued yeah. are going to lose out. They're going to, they're going to really feel it long-term when it comes to mm-hmm. this, you know, because I just feel like hotels, you know, people that were very specific towards a certain brand and I won't bring up any particular brands, but were very loyal to a brand because they assumed that the brand would take care of them during mm. all of this. And then when the brand turned it back on them, All of a sudden, the employee is like, well, why the hell do I need to be loyal to you if you're not going to be loyal to me? And there was way too much of that going on, Keith, what you just said. Uh, And again, it's so wrong. You can't be who you are. And there is no loyalty to the little guy. It's very uncommon. And I'm with you. I hope that changes. You know, and we can actually start. Like, the media is guilty. Yeah. We always glorify the planners and ooh, the designers. And what yeah. about doing like features on the little guys? What about the people who are like behind the face, behind the face? You know, well, you know. And the thing is, is that I, I don't think that that they typically want to be in the spotlight. On, on right. you know, they they want to do it, be able to come in, do a good job, make a a, a reasonable wage, be mm. treated with respect. 
you know, on all levels. And I think that that's really all really people are looking for is treat me with respect. Say thank you. I mean, my my assistant, Brooke, who is not here today, by the way, because she's uh, doing another event. Um, She is hardcore about at the end of the night. She literally walks through the kitchen all the way through and thanks every single person, the chef, the bar back. The, the bussers, everybody, thank you for an incredible night. Thank you for an incredible night. Thank you for an incredible night. It's amazing what a difference it makes in people's attitudes, especially at the end of it when you're butt ass tired. And then, right. you know, and then somebody <laughs> actually took the time to come and say thank you. Like, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. What about knowing their names? Like, what about knowing everyone's names? Knowing their That's names. Huge for me. Even like you go into a restaurant in your neighborhood and you've been there, you know, 50 times and the people behind the counter still look at you with this blank stare. You're like, I know I'm not that forgettable. I hear every single day. Come on. You know, I I have pink hair. You really going to tell me I walk around with a dog and pink hair and you don't know me? But when somebody goes, oh, you were here the other day. And I'm like, hi, I'm Shari. Who are you? And all of a sudden, they feel special. So you're like passing that good feeling on. It's true. So little, but it means so much. It really does. Okay, Sherry, you've been a doll. Okay, we're going to hear from our sponsor really quick, but then we're going to be back for Behind the Veil. So 30 seconds, and we will be right back. I, Ava, wonder if our guests would be here on time. If we had a custom wedding website. With our ceremony details on it. And I, Taylor, would pick Zola to have and to host our wedding website. Ours even matched our Zola invites. The whole thing was so freaking easy. Do you think Zola could have made planning your perfect wedding easier? We We do. do. I do. (laughs) We've helped a million couples plan their weddings with free websites, registry, and invitations. Get started for free at Zola.com. Okay, welcome back. Oh, yeah. I, I love Zola.com. You know, I, I love do. that ad. I, I love that ad. <laughs> ad. I, I love that ad. Cool. Well, so this is this is the after the veil. This is just us talking about whatever the hell we want to talk about. And um, and so I'm excited because I know that Victoria was coming in from Vegas and and Marcy and I are going to Vegas on awesome. Friday. I know. I'm excited. Where this coming Friday. Yeah. Oh, wait, saying? next Friday. Next Friday. Next yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah, so we're staying at the Bellagio. Bellagio. Uh, it's my favorite. I know, I'm so excited. It's my favorite. I can't wait to see you have to tell me what they do in you know, the atrium with all yeah, the yeah. flowers. So gorgeous. Uh, I just, I love the Bellagio and I can't wait. And so, and so I'm ta- we're taking Brooke. So Brooke's coming with us Yay. and she's never been to Vegas. I cannot wait oh, to see, wow. watch a new person. <laughs> experience vegas for the first time because oh oh, that's great well because she has no idea you know she has no idea like what an adult playground this is and when i say to her no you have you have zero idea about what you're about to walk into she's like well (laughs) she's like i've seen pictures i'm like you there's just nothing to like it just just you wait just you wait so wait how long are you going for uh, we're going for five days. Yeah, we're going nice. Friday through Friday through Wednesday. I think I don't remember when are we coming back. Oh, Friday, you're staying. I'm going longer. Friday to Thursday. Yes. Yeah, and so you know, uh, but we're going to be there long enough to to experience it, and and we're going to go to Mr. Chow's. Right, we're yeah. going to dinner at Mr. Yes. Chow's. Right, Yum. Mercy. And so I, I'm a, I'm excited. So my, <laughs> I, 
Brooke wants to win a jackpot so bad. And I said, sweetie, I said, oh, join the masses. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I never really thought about wanting to do that. I know, I just right? I like to give my money in. You know what? If it were up to me, I would shoot craps. Talk right? about being hardcore. I don't even like gambling. I'm not a gambler. But right, right. There's something about when you go to Vegas, like you ha- I have to play craps once. Yeah. And I, I, I'm also, what is it, right brain or left brain when you're when you're creative and you're not right. a numbers person? Right, left. right, left. Is it left? Wait. I thought it was, yeah, so it's left true. Is left, the yeah, left, side? left is creative side. Because yeah, left is creative. when it comes to numbers, uh-uh. so you have to do <laughs> the all that math. I just yeah. like rolling the dice and like, <laughs> and then everybody cheers and you're like, you're like on this roll and it's going, everyone's oh making money, and then all of a sudden you're like seven out. Oh. And then I'm done. That's it. Okay. And then you're done. Well, I, I'm, I, I, I love slot machines. I'm, you know, and I, That's what's so sad is that I don't play the slot machines to win. I play the slot machines for the bonus I, rounds. That is so funny. <laughs> well, like, I'm so excited when I get a bonus. Like, a bonus. Oh, free spins. Yay. It makes no difference. The bottom <laughs> number could be $1.20 or 120 and I get free spins, and I'm so excited. That was the best day of my life. I got free spins. Oh, my God. And then they have the uh, entertainment, all the shows and the concerts and so forth, and all of those have been on hiatus because of the pandemic, but now they're all starting to come back on board. So we've been watching to see what's coming back. We've seen quite a few shows already, but we want to see something that we haven't seen before. Well, we're going to go see O. So Brooke, Brooke, uh, Brooke's Brooke's other boss um, got us tickets to O and not just tickets, VIP box, honey, right Uh, in the middle VIP box. Oh my God. Like seriously. (laughs) I, I am so excited about seeing and and oh by the way was my first Cirque du Soleil show ever to see and it blew my mind. Do you guys have a first Cirque du Soleil that you just kind of? I do actually. It was oh down here in South Florida. Yeah. And my husband was called up on stage <sighs> for almost ten minutes on opening night. No, it's him cool. and one other character. There was one character, and he did like yeah. a uh, a West shootout. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's a pretty quiet kind of reserved guy. Yeah, but he went with it, and he was great. And then <sighs> we went to Vegas, and he was called up on a different show, not for um, not for Cirque du Soleil, but another show. Yeah, and okay, what's it, up was funny. it was very funny. I don't know. He just has that thing that people kind of like, Ooh. oh, we want him up here. <laughs> That's funny. How about you, Sherry? So I'm trying to think back to which one it was. And I mean, it, it was like a long, long time ago. It might have been La Rev, but oh, it, yeah. or maybe the Beatles. No, it wasn't. That wasn't the first one. Oh, it might have been La Rev. Yeah, yeah. And Or there might have been one before. I've seen a lot of them. Yeah. Like we, I've seen them in Vegas. I've seen them in New York because that's where I'm from. Right. And in case the accent didn't give it away, uh, <laughs> which well, I was very you, hard to try to get rid of. But well, let's never. see. I've seen the Beatles. I've seen. I've seen Michael Jackson. I've seen. I've. I've oh. seen a lot of them. You know, the Michael Jackson one was just phenomenal. By the way, if you if you haven't yeah. seen the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson one, but that's what you know. That's what Vegas is about. Are these shows like Larger you know? Life. 
I mean, it used to be you went for gambling and now you go because you want to go see these like incredible shows and gambling is kind of like, oh yeah, it's there. Right. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm a gamble, but you know, it's like, I want to go see these shows. And so, and like Madame Tussauds, oh my oh. God, that, that Madame Tussauds there it's is ridiculous. Amazing. Wait, well, okay, I want, did you, what was I going to just ask you? Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. I totally love that. <laughs> Just keep talking. I will come back to me. Well, you know what my favorite thing about my, my favorite thing about Vegas is all the free stuff. There's so much free things to go look at. Like, you know, the the fact that the hotel that we're staying at has that big water show every 30 minutes out front it's and it's spectacular it is just spectacular and, and then it's old right and the treasure island has the the whole sea captain thing like do they still do that i don't even know if I treasure don't island's know. I don't know. you remember they used In to do that mm. yeah but they used to do that you know iron Maiden kind of show on the front i think <laughs> they do <laughs> yeah I think, you and know, then there's the venetian yes with the, with the gondola rides yes amazing i mean i, I just that. i just think you know if if, if the industry is coming back just like Victoria was saying. She's like, it's busy in Vegas. Yeah. And that just lets you know that if it's busy in Vegas, it's going to be busy here. And Absolutely. it is. It is busy. Well, and we're, we're going we're gonna to have to get back to, back again, back to basics. Sherry Lynn, you talked about that. Back to basics. We got to go back to our basics. You know, you know? It's so important because you can't be awesome without being good. You know, you got to be good. Oh, you're look at you. I'm going to like, <laughs> I, need, I need to write that down. Oh, that sounded so great. I like that, that, right? That really yeah, sounded great. Cool. I like, like, think about it. Right. And we've been it doing really this true. for so long that like, oh, everybody strives so much. You just we, back to basics, really. And I think, I think we forget, you know, because the three yeah. of us have been in the event industry for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. it, it, sometimes it's hard to remember what it was like when we were first starting out and, and just kind of how overwhelmed <laughs> no. we were. Or, and sometimes I just oh, thought, yes. I, I, I used stop to and think though you do. Well, or once in a while, I'd be like, well, why isn't this event planner listening to me? Like, you know, I, ha I have a suggestion. And now I look back at myself. Oh, and look back at myself. And I'm like, I was such a dick. Right? You can't really, really help it because when, like, you got you got to get to that point where you like build up and build up. First, you're scared and you're timid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're meek, hi. And then you like make it. And then you're just like, <laughs> right? Me. And you start believing your own hype. Yeah. And then it's that one integral thing where you're like, ew, I hate I, me. Why? I know. I, I know. <laughs> you got to have that. You got to have that one event that bitch slaps you back into reality. You know, there's it's always kind of like, one. You know, when you're growing up yeah. and you're like in your teens and you're getting into your 20s and you think yeah. you know everything. Yep. Uh -huh. And you really, kind of, it's not that you don't know anything, but you think you know everything yeah. and you're invincible. And but you don't really know anything. You, That's true. You really need, you know, you really, if you sit I'm, back and listen, and yeah. I think that's the problem is that there's no listening factor right. that Absolutely. you can take in that much more and ask more. Um, well, but then something uh, happens. You know, questions that are helpful. Right. Yeah, and so, then something happens, and you get completely blindsided and bitch slapped, <laughs> and you know you 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 get all sweaty and you get all embarrassed, and and oh it's my like, god, you know, and I go, oh, yeah. you know what? That's just part of it. It's all right, you know. Yep. Nobody it's became all a learning process. Right? Nobody became successful without failing. You gotta no. fail. You have to fail. I love that you said that because I say that all the time. The yeah. only time you fail is if you don't try. 
Right. Yep. Then, then exactly. like you're a loser. Sorry. Right. You can't. It's like, it's like some going, Oh, I don't like, I don't pick a food. Right. right. I, I don't like anchovies. Well, have you ever eaten one? No, huh. well, you, you don't like it. Well, no, I actually say, well, have you oh. ever had a Caesar salad? And they're like, yes. And I said, well, then you ate anchovies. Right, exactly. And they're like, oh, wait, Caesar salad oh, has anchovies? So it's like, okay, learn, honey, learn. learn. I'm just saying, oh, my goodness. When people uh, hear somebody say something like, oh, they're, the anchovies, they're hairy and they're prickly. And so but you've never <laughs> eaten one. So, you know this how? Right. Who <laughs> told them? Yeah, so I think I think I think to to wrap up today, it's you know there's no such thing as 15 minutes. You know, it's it's there's just really no such thing as 15 minutes. You got to put in the work to get the work. You got to be able to fail in order to learn, and you got to ask questions. And I think that's that to me kind of sums up the day. So Sherry Lynn, I want to say thank you for being a part of Behind the Veil. I'm looking forward to having you back on next week. Yay, Marcy Gutenberg we'll with an affair to remember by Marcy. Thank you guys so much. Um, that is our hour. And we will be back next Tuesday with Victoria DeSilvio. So she'll be back from Vegas. So I'm sure that it'll be a really interesting conversation because God, we have a lot more to talk about. Oh, yeah. yes, All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody.